Pistons introducing Monty Williams as their new coach today, uh, who just finished a press conference not all that long ago, uh, meeting everybody. And uh, Rod Beard, who covers the Pistons and basketball for the uh, Detroit News, is on the line with us right now. Rod, how you doing? Gentlemen, gentlemen, thanks for having me on again. Good. Uh, before we talk about the new NBA champions, Monty Williams, I, I love that hire. I thought for uh, uh, given given the many positions that were out there that were open, uh, the Pistons weren't necessarily the most attractive, but I thought they may have gotten the best of the available coaches. Um, what do you think, and what, what, how do you think he's going to fit in with Detroit? Yeah, I, I think they went out and got the best available coach, and, and sometimes when you're going to pay for the best, you're going to pay a premium to do it. And they did exactly that because I think they feel like their time is, is coming up, just like uh, some of the other teams that are starting to make big jumps in the league. I think he's going to fit in very well uh, and, and relate well to this guard-oriented line, lineup that they have and really start to turn things around. It may not be immediate. Fans are still going to have to be patient, but I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be able to happen. Do you think it will be good, though? And this is like happened with Dwayne Casey. He was going to take the year off, decided not to because Tom Gores came in with the big offer. And Monty Williams, by all accounts, was going to take the year off. He was getting paid by Phoenix. And if you got to pay him to be the highest-paid coach in order to get him to come back, are you worried that something might not – you know, I'm not saying he's going in it for the money, but it's just like you had to convince him something he didn't want to do, and is that going to be a hindrance to him from this point? No, I think it was maybe just the timing. And if you don't, want, if you don't have to come back and coach – then you've got to convince me that it's, it's certainly worth my while. And by all reports, he did like the Pistons roster. And if he were going to come back, this is one of the places that he was certainly interested in coming back to. So I think there, there's just it was just the number. It's always the number. If both parties are interested, you just have to work out and hammer out what the final details are going to be. What did he do in Phoenix that Pistons fans might get excited about him replicating here? It took a 19-win team and, and turned them around and made them a playoff team, and he was a coach of the year a couple of years ago. And I think that's what – the same sort of thing happened in Toronto with Dwayne Casey, but I think you, you've seen with the right roster and with a young team, they had their Devin Booker already. They had a DeAndre Ayton already. And, and if you want to close your eyes really, really tight, you can say that that's kind of the Cade Cunningham and Jalen Duran. And now Jaden Ivey, uh, sort of, that's the beginnings of that sort of roster and the turnaround that they were able to do with that. So you, that's you a pretty tight that eye squeeze there, Rod. <laughs> I said really tight. I said really, really tight. And, and you've, you've got to hope a little bit with that, too. But I think they've got the beginnings of, of a similar type of roster. And he's been through a turnaround like that. So I think that's what fans can count on and say this is, this is the hope there. Why, you know, he, 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 he had a team in Phoenix. Chris Paul and uh, and Kevin Durant and and why why was he let go? Well, I, I think the expectations were there that this was going to be a championship level team. If you go out and, and add Kevin Durant, you think it's just just add water like Kool Aid, like you can just go with Chris Paul and that roster that you have everything that you need. And if you can't win it with Devin Booker and and Kevin Durant and Chris Paul then you're just not going to win it. And certainly with a new team owner in Matt Ishbia, that there might have been some differences of opinion of how they were going to go about it. Uh, and that's going to be the hard part here is how they move forward and, and how much of that roster remains around in the coming years. Well, all right, let's talk about the new NBA champions, the Denver Nuggets. Uh, in hindsight, nobody should have been surprised by this. They they went through the uh, the playoffs fairly well. They They ended up beating the Lakers, 
who were kind of the hot team four straight in the in the Western Conference Finals, and then they only needed five games to to uh, to win the championship from the upstart Miami Heat, who 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 kind of over overachieved, giving it the eighth seed. Is this a team we're going to see back again uh, as an NBA champion? I think so, because they, they've created a different model. This wasn't a star-studded team that they went out and bought. This is a homegrown team. They, they, Jokic is a player they um, went out and drafted. Murray, a guy they drafted. The only pieces they went out and got were, were the former Pistons, Contavious Caldwell-Pope and the Bruce Brown, and some of those other uh, kind of role guys that they had. Uh, Reggie Jackson and Ishmith also on that roster. They didn't. They didn't make this team quickly. They really took some years, and we saw this in the bubble too. When uh, Jamal Murray was starting to have this breakout kind of, he's not just another guard, a good guard. He's an elite level guard when he's really on his game, and he's a shot maker. And now with Jokic, you're seeing these MVPs were not a fluke, and he doesn't have the build of a Shaq. He doesn't have the um, the sort of numbers that make you blink your eyes and say, "Oh yeah, he's one of the best players in the NBA." But he just makes it work. He does. He's in the right places at the right times, and he does the things you need him to do. And he's a smart player, and and that's going to be the new prototype for the NBA is is you don't have to be this uh, muscle-bound and and sort of super strong guy like a LeBron was. Maybe you can just be a smart player with an average build who plays very, very smart. Mitch and Rod, I'm calling for an asterisk on this uh, championship. Sorry. Sorry, Mitch. Got to do it. (laughs) They they played a team that was the lost the first play-in game. They were AFC. We were one of the worst teams I've ever seen in a championship round. And then they still, you know, they won in four or five games, but it wasn't decisive. I, I don't think this team is that good. They beat the teams that were I in know, front of that's them. That's what all I said. You, that's what I want to ask all you. Can do, all you can do is play the teams that are on the schedule, and, and that's what's in front of you. And blame that on Boston. Blame that on Milwaukee. Blame that on the other teams in the East that didn't put up as good a fight as they should have. That's why we got asterisks. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I, I think Rod's point is well taken in, in a year where – a lot of teams were expected to do better. I mean, like you say, you know, when you got Kevin Philly, Durant on your team, Durant. Philadelphia, uh, yeah, Boston with Boston. all the wins. Yeah, and they're the ones who, who, who let the league down and didn't play well. Denver did everything they're supposed to do. And I, 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 didn't, I don't remember the early rounds. How, how, how easily did they get through the first two rounds? I think they only lost six games through the, throughout the entire playoffs. Okay, so this, six, this six games in four walkers. rounds. You can't fault them, Kenny. I can't fault them, but geez, come on! I mean, there was no competition. It was a, it was like one of those magical carpet rides. They went right. Well, the Miami Heat managed to knock off the Boston Celtics, they and, did. and 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 were playing at a pretty high clip, and Denver made them look very average, and the L.A. Lakers knocked off uh, the Golden Gold State, State Warriors and, and, and another seed that was higher than them, uh, Sacramento, Sacramento, right? Yeah. And, and, and were playing like uh, you know world beaters until they got in and faced Denver, and then Denver made them look bad. Denver plays a lot of defense, too. I give them a lot of credit for that. They managed to shut down some pretty impressive players when they had to, uh, you know, guys like – like Jimmy Butler yeah. and, and like LeBron and and and, and uh, Anthony mm-hmm. Davis, so I don't I don't want to take away from them. I no. think if you put them Boston Celtics uniforms on that team, or you put L.A. Lakers uniforms on that team, everybody would be excited about them, and 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 Jamal Murray would be an absolute star. Right. But but you, yeah. they they play in Denver, and it's like eh, they're Denver, <laughs> they're Denver, they're in the mountains, eh, Denver. We don't watch Denver. 
But the, I think they're a solid team. I, I, you know, I don't know they're going to win again, but I think they're definitely going to be in the mix for a couple of years to come here now. Ken Brown says, yeah, and, ask and, your doctor. It's, it's not a parade of all-stars that they have either. No. I no. just, you know, you see four Pistons out there. I just, I don't know. Maybe I went blind somehow. <laughs> you know. All right. All right. Well, we'll see what yeah. happens uh, closer to home. Hopefully with Monty Williams, the Pistons won't be too far away mm-hmm. from that in the near future. Thank you, Rod. Good talking to you. Anytime, guys. Thank you. And we'll have Monty Williams joining with us. I'm, He'll I'm be sure on sometime tomorrow, this week. Yeah. Yes. yeah.